0: Welcome to the Dad Code Podcast, where real dads come for real talk and no BS. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening.
1: Thank you so much for taking the time to hit play and download the podcast today. Today is the Dad Code, podcast number one.
0: Number one. Today, uh, we got a pretty good uh, first show for you guys. We're going to be explaining a little bit more about who we are, kind of what we're going to be putting out there as far as content for the podcast, and uh, just... Overall, just learning a lot about us.
1: Yeah. Also on today's show, after getting to know a little bit more about us, we're going to be talking about Orlando, Florida, and a very important mouse that's down there. But to begin the show, like we'll do every show, it's time for Blake's Blast.
0: So this is the point in the show where I would normally be saying something along the lines of, let me tell you what grinds my gears. But I'll get to that in just a second. With this being the inaugural Blake's Blast, uh, this is going to be a little bit more drawn out, a little more personal. uh, So bear with me here. Um, Just explaining a little bit of background, about four or five months ago, my dad passed away. Um, It was, I guess you could say, rather sudden, but at the same time, he was not a very healthy man. Um, You know, I was on the way down to Florida whenever I found out with my son and my wife, and I was actually traveling with my mother as well, who happened to be his ex-wife. So, um, when we found out the news, you know, of course everybody was looking at me in the car, wanting to know, you know, how I was going to react. But the reality was, is whenever I found out, I didn't feel anything. So, I kind of felt like, you know, is there something wrong with me? But, I didn't, I didn't really know how to react. So, You know, I got to thinking because, you know, we went ahead and went on down to Florida. I made arrangements to come back if I needed to, if they were going to do the funeral. But, I, you know, I had a lot of time to reflect on kind of my relationship with my dad and, you know, got to realize that, hey, it it really wasn't very good. You know, I mean, uh, I loved my dad and I still love my dad. And I hold no ill will or any kind of grudge against him. But, you know, I came to the conclusion that, You know, this was not a good father-son relationship at all. So, I got to thinking, you know, about all the things as I grew up, you know, come across somebody, knew how to do something, I didn't know how to do it, somebody had a dad that they could go talk to, I didn't have that, you know, and I go back and, you know, look at all these friends that I had, and they all, they all wanted to be like their dad, and I didn't have that. You know, I quite frankly I was quite jealous of it. I mean, I had good positive male role models in my life, but didn't have that father figure that was there, quite frankly. You know, my mom and my dad divorced when I was in 3rd grade and I just really didn't see him very much past that. So, fast forward to what really grinds my gears. Because I promise you I'll tie it back to that story I just shared with you guys. At the grocery store, I um, was pulling in the parking lot, and I noticed uh, there's a little old man driving an old Oldsmobile, one of those really old, rusty ones that's kind of squared off on the corners and everything. And I could tell, I mean, he had it at ten and two, and he was hunched over the steering wheel. He probably had glasses that were, you know, three or four inches thick. He, I mean, he probably shouldn't have been driving, quite frankly, but you know respect your elders, all that good stuff. So as I'm pulling in, I'm kind of observing this and I see a gentleman kind of walk quite quickly out of the grocery store. Um, and behind him trailed a young boy and the, um, the, the gentleman stepped out in front of the older gentleman's car and, uh, I almost witnessed somebody get run over by a car. We'll just say that. But the reality is, is that um, as he, what ended up happening is, is as that old man threw his brakes on, thank goodness, he actually turned, the, the younger gentleman turned to the older gentleman in his car and gave him the double bird right in front of his son. And then he just stormed off. And what was really messed up is his kid stopped and gave him double bird too. You know, and tying this back to my story that I started off with, you know, don't think that your kids are not watching every single thing you do as fathers. Because I can tell you right now, I, I, I noticed everything that my father did and did not do. Because it's not always what you do. Sometimes it's what you do you do not do. So, I mean, this guy had no uh, situational awareness that he was with his child and decided to overreact on something. Now he's passed on something to his son that, quite frankly, his son's probably going to carry on. He's probably going to grow up to be a bit of an asshole, quite frankly. I mean, um, but anyways, once again, your kids are always watching. So always mind your P's and Q's and... Don't do anything that you would be ashamed of um, for them to see you do later in life. Because, I mean, I can tell you with 100% certainty that though you may forget some of these things that you do along the way that might seem trivial or I just got mad, you know, he didn't see it, he didn't do it, you know, he didn't see me do that, or he doesn't even know what this means or whatever, I can promise you. Kids remember. They figure it out. And um, ultimately, it's what molds us as people. So always keep in mind, kids are watching. Always. Blake's Blast, number one in the books. Now we're going to be moving into uh, the... Our first segment here, we're going to be giving you guys a little bit more of an idea of what uh, the Dad Code podcast is going to all be about uh, by kind of introducing who we are as people and kind of some of the content we're going to be putting out there. As you heard in my blast this morning, or this morning, how about like 10 seconds ago, um, I didn't have a great relationship with my dad. Um, As a matter of fact, most people would say it was pretty bad, I mean... Uh, Newberry got to witness a lot of it, you know, with his family being as close to my family as they are. And, you know, now that my dad has passed away, you know, the the opportunity to maybe um, mend any fences or anything like that, that's out the window. So the idea behind this show, the YouTube channel, the Twitter page, all of that is to kind of uh, pay it forward a little bit and also – um, to kind of be able f- to put out there kind of what it's like to try to figure these things out later in life, because some of it, quite frankly, is pretty funny. Um, but also just kind of uh, some of the tribulations of, of being a dad. So that's kind of what I'm looking to get out of this. I'm, I'm looking to, to reach out to people, maybe get some involvement from the community, uh, the YouTube universe, so to speak, the Twitterverse, um and all that I'm, I'm looking forward to being able to put uh, some of our lives out there kind of uh, some of our experiences and lack thereof uh in some instances and
1: there's a lot of lack thereof oh god yeah and we don't even know about it
0: yet and well i mean like we've shown you in our promos you know, life teaches you things you don't even know that you don't know so so yeah um that could podcast that, uh, Newberry. What what what's all that about to you?
1: Boy, it's just uh, when I think about it, I'm thinking about uh, raw, the truth. Uh, want everyone to understand that I am not perfect. Um, I'm not asking. I am
0: perfect. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm
1: not. I'm not asking anyone out there to model themselves after me. Um, I'll be. it off <laughs> That's <interesting>. what <clears throat>
0: anyways <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. but no, I was just saying I don't want anyone to think that uh, I'm out here saying model yourself after me um, I'll be more than happy to tell you about my failures um, successes true stories but uh, we want to also, on the pocket, have fun, too. We're going to have some fun. We're going to Absolutely. talk about current topics. Uh, we're not going to talk politics with you guys. We're not going to talk about religion with
0: you guys. But um, we'll have a lot of fun along the way here. Yeah, and I'll be honest with you. We'll probably fail along the way in certain insta- instances uh, um, as far as not being political. Uh, just because, unfortunately, in today's world, I-, I don't know if it's possible to not talk about some of this stuff. Um uh so yeah, that's kind of where we're at with that i uh think we have lost our camera feed, but we will just continue with the audio so who are we newberry uh, I gotta let you go first on that one well, um Bradley newberry.
1: right here from. Murfreesboro, Tennessee Uh, Born and raised here Uh, I'm the middle son Uh, Have two brothers Had two brothers (laughs) Another story Uh, But uh, I grew up in a family that was Large into sports And uh, grew up playing baseball Basketball Um, I never really felt like I ever wanted, so I was very lucky in that way. So thank you, Mom and Dad, for spoiling my ass with that. Um, Graduated from Middle Tennessee Christian School here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Uh, Graduate of 1999. Went on to uh, attend Middle Tennessee State University. Graduate from college with a business degree at Middle Tennessee State University. Uh, I am married. I have two wonderful kids. I have a daughter and a son. And, um, boy, just along the way with childhood, growing up, getting older, um, getting married, buying my first home, uh, buying a car, uh, failing um, along the way, failing in relationships, failing in things that I have said to others. They're all learning points, folks, and uh, we're going to, I'm happy to share all of those with you. Uh, I feel like that's what this podcast is about, it's about raw truth. So uh, that's a little bit about me.
0: Yeah, and uh, we are officially back in the YouTube stratosphere we need to make sure to check the memory card. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, a little bit about me. Um, Blake Melton, born and raised here in middle Tennessee, just like Bradley actually grew up, um uh, mile, two miles, maybe from his house. Maybe I could ride my bike to his house. Yeah, there, there were many instances instance where I was riding my bike to his house and vice versa. And, um, so, I mean, growing up, um, uh, like I said, my parents divorced when, uh, I was in third grade. Um, didn't, I never, I like to try to tell myself that it didn't really affect me, but it, it did, quite frankly. Um, played, uh, high school sports, baseball particularly, uh, went on to play a little junior college baseball at Jackson State University in Jackson, Tennessee, where I met my beautiful wife, Lindsay, and, um... Uh, we got married after I graduated from University of Memphis uh, with a health and human performance degree, bachelor's, and I took a sales job back here in Middle Tennessee, and so we moved from West Tennessee, where we went to college, back to Middle Tennessee. We uh, have a uh, amazing young man for a son, Brayden. Uh, he, he just turned seven not too long ago. And, um, yeah, uh, this is, again, I'm far from the perfect husband, far from the perfect dad, just trying to navigate this life, try to do the best I can try to make, uh, both my own and my family's life as good as possible. And, um, yeah, that's where I am today. We started this podcast just so we could, um, like I said, just pay it forward a little bit, and uh, be able to kind of give you guys maybe some entertainment value, or maybe you never know some FYI value, um, because, like I said, we we've had plenty of uh, different scenarios happen to us already, and if any if if in any way, uh, our experiences can help others, we're we're happy to be able to pay that forward and and share whatever experience we have, as far as that. Um, both Bradley and I were, we're best friends. Like I said, we grew up right down the road from us. I actually met Bradley through his younger brother, Brandon, uh, who is my age, Bradley's three or four years. Four. Just two folks. I'm not old. Uh, whatever. <laughs>
1: two years old.
0: But anyways, uh, yeah, I met him through his brother and you know, we all kind of grew up playing wiffle ball in the backyard. I still have the stats. Yes, he does. He is a stat keeper. Absolutely and um oh geez look at that he's got a book right now
1: always have a notebook and a pen
0: yeah absolutely um so anyways yeah that's kind of who we are what our relationship is we actually live right down the street from each other now
1: he can't stay away from me
0: Uh, yeah oh he can't get rid of me that's what it is but uh, yeah, uh, we're always here for each other, so we bounce a lot of stuff that we have going on in our lives off of each other and I would encourage you guys to do the same you know have a, have somebody that you can um, be held accountable to and that you can hold accountable as well just because I, I can tell you it is it as men, as fathers, as husbands um, brothers, sons, all of that uh, one of the main tenets of being a man is being held accountable and and, and holding others accountable too so
1: and uh, we promise that it won't always be sappy we <laughs> wanted you to get to know us a little bit uh, but blake tell us what a typical show might sound like or look like
0: so first and foremost the intro is going to be fairly similar S- sim- sim- similar it's going to be similar similar It's going to be similar. Similar. And then we'll have the Blake's Blast where I'm going to absolutely rail into somebody that I... I can't wait. (laughs) That I... uh, Kind of similar to the gentleman that I told you about in my Blake's Blast today, except for I will be... All the sappy personal stuff will probably not be in it. It'll just be my observation, kind of what my feelings are on the topic and and how I perceive uh, things should have been versus the
1: actual just a word of warning don't get on his list folks oh no you don't want to be another victim not up in here
0: not up in here but um yeah that's going to be the blake's blast uh fyi you know we um we are not going to have too much gratuitous cursing on here but we this is this is a raw podcast here i mean this is this is real so you're going to get our real unfiltered opinions and um, that's going to be the way that things are going to go. We're going to have, we're going to break it into a couple segments. We're going to have one segment kind of like what we're doing right now. It's going to be, I don't know, 10, 20 minutes. And then we're going to break it up a little bit with a segment that we're going to call noobs knowledge. Where you're going to about to get a, a little bit of the, a little taste of that here in just a second, actually. And, um, he's going to kind of break it down to you. Something that's been on his mind or something that he's experienced in the last week that he wants to, um, impart upon you. I'm not even sure if that is the exact (laughs) phrase to use, but it sound sounded phenomenal.
1: Some other things that we'll have, we'll have, um, some guests that we'll be more than happy to just let them just talk, um, get, let them give us some of their knowledge, give you some knowledge, some personal testimony, um I have we both have a few people that'll be happy to talk about sports topics with us. We don't mind doing that. Uh, we may have some pre-recorded segments along the way, but uh for the most part we just want to bounce some ideas, some topics back and forth with each other. Absolutely. And just absolutely. Just real emotion right away off yeah, the top. Yeah,
0: really and and things that people care about. I mean, we're I don't I don't I don't really don't care what's going on in the Middle East. I really don't. I I don't give a shit. I don't. Is that bad? But I don't. It does I don't think it affects me. What affects me is what uh, you know what I see every day. What, what what my kids are going through, what how did how did what I taught them how to do affect them to be able to you know those kinds of things. I, I care about real things and that's what you're going to get here.
1: You know yeah. what affects my dad? Are you air conditioning the outside? Close the damn door. Oh god that's what affects my dad
0: 85 degrees
1: close the door
0: oh geez so yeah we'll have two segments we'll probably talk about we may talk about just one segment and or one topic in both segments but there's a chance that depending on the day then we may meander into a whole nother topic you never know. I don't know. We're going to keep it kind of loosey-goosey here. We're also going to be taking some questions from the internet. As, soon as we Look, guys, we're amateurs here. We're trying to figure this stuff out, too. So, I mean, we've already lost the video once because we didn't have enough room on the freaking memory card. So we had to skip about five minutes. But as soon as we get the YouTube stuff really figured out, we're going to be able to do live shows eventually. And then we'll have Super Chat Availability for you guys to be able to submit questions and we'll read them live on the air. But otherwise, you know, we also have other ways for you guys to submit questions to us. You can uh, submit them through the Twitter page that we have at the underscore dad underscore 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 code. The underscore dad underscore code. And that's on at, uh, Twitter there. And there's also the YouTube channel where you can always comment, send us a comment there and we'll read it on. Uh, the following podcast um, it is the dad code youtube channel at youtube.com backslash forward slash whatever it is the dad code and
1: we have different variety of videos there you'll find um, our golf the fairways and lies you'll also see dad fixes where we uh, attempt to fix things on our own because we were never taught how to use these tools
0: oh gosh yeah there's been some doozies so far But uh, yeah, and we'll also probably have some things come up here on the podcast that we'll probably be integrating into those videos. Uh, Some of the shenanigans that we get into, I mean, you never know, some of your questions might actually uh, influence some of our videos. So we would, uh, we encourage the participation and, you know, the more back and forth that we can get with you guys, I think the better that the content will be. So uh, that'll be uh, that. And I mean, we'll wrap it up. Look, we're not. Like I said, we're not professionals here. We're just doing the best we can to put content out there. And uh, I think we're almost ready here to go into Noob's Knowledge. I don't know much,
1: but I do know one thing. There's a place called Orlando, Florida. And a very special rodent. You may have heard of this rodent. His name is Sir Mickey Mouse and Walt Disney World Resorts. Blake, have you ever been?
0: I think I went when I was like four (laughs) or maybe five.
1: Well, let me drop some knowledge about what's happening down in Orlando, Florida, folks. Uh, Most people think that uh, Walt Disney World is just one amusement park. It's actually made up of multiple parks, and uh, four main parks are found in the Orlando area. It's one big property, if you will, owned by Walt Disney World.
0: It's a lot of land.
1: And actually the smallest of the amusement parks is probably the most well-known Magic Kingdom. It is 107 acres of amusement park that's highlighted with the ever popular it's a small world ride
0: oh boy <laughs> yeah
1: and <laughs> they uh, still
0: have it's a small world
1: and also space mountain which growing up watching wrestling rick has told us many times about space mountain splash mountain one of the water rides one of my kids favorites And uh, one of the new attractions at Magic Kingdom, we have the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train that'll take you through the mines, and uh, it's amazing how the animatronics that they've made here at these amusement parks, how real these things look, but it is uh, fantastic. Awesome. Uh, Park number two. Remember, there are four main parks. Park number two at 135 acres is Hollywood Studios This is quickly becoming the most popular park, I believe, uh, thanks to the Star Wars Galaxy Edge.
0: I think maybe I did go to uh, Hollywood Studios. I can't remember. I I went somewhere. Maybe it's Universal Studios. I can't remember.
1: Yeah, Universal Studios is separate from the Walt Disney properties. (laughs) But uh, you may be thinking of that. Try to participate. (laughs) Hollywood Studios, 135 acres, Star Wars Galaxy Edge. Um, It includes two rides, uh, Smuggler's Run and the Rise of the Resistance. The Rise of the Resistance ride is um, exclusive. You have to put yourself in a queue to be able to ride this ride. It's not open for everyone just walking up. Uh, very hard to get into we actually were lucky enough to get into the queue twice and uh it's it's risen to be one of the kids' most favorite attractions there
0: so so that ride is that ride um is it uh is it star wars based rise of the rebellion
1: uh rise of the resistance resistance yeah. Yeah. it is it is it's uh, what it'll do is it'll take you through uh, kind of at first it'll be a, a motion master mm. where you're kind of in with a group.
0: Does everybody know what motion master Motion master. Is? So you feel is like that, you're dating yourself.
1: I don't, I don't know, but uh, yeah, you're just, Jeez. you get captured and then they want to interrogate you. Gotcha. Then, then you're <clears put throat> and you're put out.
0: Okay. Okay. I was just, I mean, I know star Wars is still on fire after, 50 years or whatever it's been
1: it's huge so i mean this this place is fantastic uh, hollywood studios uh, also includes a section called uh, toy story land featuring slinky dog dash <laughs> and the toy story mania toy story mania is pretty cool it's a uh, it's an interactive game where you're uh, you're playing against someone that you're sitting next to. So you're shooting at 3d targets. It's, it, cool. it's very, it is very cool. I mean, yeah. you, you go around, it's about Jeez. a five minute interactive ride slash game. And at the end of the game, it shows your points and it'll tell you who had the highest points in your cart. Oh,
0: so It's it's
1: very cool. Um,
0: it's kind of like a fancy laser tag. I'm yeah.
1: Right? Yeah. Hollywood studios also features, um, the Hollywood Tower of Terror, and Aerosmith's rock and roller coaster that goes upside down three times.
0: That means I'll never get on it <laughs> ever. <laughs> I have no no intention of ever doing anything like that again.
1: Well, here's one for you. The one of the newest attractions there, um, Mickey and Minnie's <laughs> Runaway Railway. It does not go upside down, folks. but it's it's a it's a sight to behold that's the second there are still two more um standing at 300 acres it's epcot yeah everyone Mm -hmm. knows the big ball looks like a golf ball yeah hanging out so epcot is highlighted with a, a couple of attractions called one called test track It used to be where you could build your own car and then you, at the end of it, you feel like you're taking a ride in your own car that you built. But interesting due to uh, restrictions now in the world, it's just a ride. Um, It also has another interaction uh, called mission space. We also have the frozen ride. Anna and Elsa, Olaf, This is one Blake could ride. You're just in the boat, folks. Damn it. (laughs) Uh, Epcot is also highlighted, of course, naturally, with what's called the World Showcase, featuring 11 different countries. And uh, my wife and I love this part. We take a lot of money to Epcot because we love to eat. So every country that we step into, we're grabbing something. Nice. And last but not least is the largest of the amusement parks in Orlando, Florida. Disney Properties is actually Animal Kingdom. It kind of surprised me when I did the research.
0: It's the biggest?
1: It's the largest. It's at 580 acres. Um, this place is, you can think of it as amusement park and zoo all combined together. It, maybe it requires more area than normal. But uh, 580 acres. It's really highlighted with you can take a safari ride mm-hmm. on the jeeps and go around the lands and see the different animals: giraffes, hippos, elephants, other dangerous wildlife that may walk up to your. I mean, was there Jeep. was there
0: anything there that was like outside of what you would normally see at a zoo as far as I, animals?
1: I, I guess I've never seen Why a hippo.
0: I, I know. I, guess I mean, I, I saw. Either. I mean, lions, Three to tigers, four tigers, obviously, lions and tigers, that's giraffes, obviously. Yeah,
1: standard. Elephants, they have elephants. Elephants, yeah. Hmm. Elephant, giraffe. Huh. But I, I'd never seen a hippo. I uh,
0: had no. But I mean, they're actually no. pretty dangerous from what yeah, I've be, learned. Yeah, they're very aggressive from what <laughs> I hear. Very territorial. Yeah, so. the,
1: uh, the park is also uh, <clears throat> known for, I guess its biggest attraction now is it's called... Uh, the world of avatar and the pandora experience yeah i've never seen the movie um i've experienced this park and i've ridden this ride multiple times now so i'm interested in the movie to kind of tie that all back together but it's
0: It's a very interesting movie um (laughs) they've even talked about i've heard rumblings of a sequel out there. And, and it is interesting because that movie make, took like 10 years to make or something like that. Like I'm no joke. It was like, it was the most expensive movie to ever, ever, I think to make, um, just cause all the CGI and stuff they had to do and incorporate yeah. to make it look believable. But yeah, it's interesting.
1: Yeah. The park also has a, um, interactive show with the Lion King spectacular where you as the audience get to play a part in the show um, this is also highlighted with expedition Everest. It has a snow capped mountain that really uh, rises above the park. Kind of stands out there. It's a, it's a roller coaster ride that, uh, you go on the hunt for the Yeti. And the, the thing Yeti. is you actually find the Yeti and then you're running the hill away from the Yeti.
0: That's Bigfoot cousin.
1: It is Bigfoot's white ass cousin. But uh, those are the four parks. Um, That is what I know. Just remember, Mickey Mouse in Orlando, Florida is not just Magic Kingdom, folks. That place is huge.
0: All right. We have been... uh educated
1: and now i've forgotten what i talked
0: about (laughs) our wives always say it's in one ear and out the other i guess that's what they're talking about it's gone so um next segment here what uh what we want to get into is is kind of the topic is these really aren't the good old days anymore Oh,
1: completely agree you remember when blake was talking about we used to ride our bikes to each other's house I ain't letting my son look, our neighborhood is one thing yeah. where we live. And we live
0: in a very small neighborhood.
1: I would let my kids ride up and down the sidewalk to Blake's house now, but when we were talking about riding bikes to each other's house, nah.
0: We're we're talking not about anymore a couple miles and on a, on that on type a of major road, road with road. no sidewalk. Yeah. whatsoever. So there's
1: one example of the time's changing. Uh, my mom and dad talk about how just let the kids play outside. Just stay outside. Whenever the streetlights come on, come on back. You got so many messed up people out there now that parents don't trust to not have their kids within sight anymore. It's sad, oh, man. I, I,
0: when did it change, do you think? Because, I mean, we grew up mainly in the, in the 80, late 80s and in, in the 90s. And y'all are going to think I'm crazy for saying this, but I remember walking. There was a time that I walked from a doctor's office to a swimming pool facility that was probably three or four miles away on a major five-lane highway. I remember doing that kind of stuff, and no one really batted an eye at it. I mean, I remember going to elementary school at Mitchell Nilsen Elementary mm. and hearing about these kids that they, you'd ask them how they get to school and they'd be like, i walk. Well, okay. Where do you live? They live like five miles. Yeah. Away. Like literally it was that like at five, least five three miles, miles away. away. Yeah. Like it wasn't like they were a block away. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was insanity because the bus just didn't go to the, to this particular part of town for whatever reason. No. and And it's just, at what point did it change that i mean did people just become more and more crazy and we got scared you know
1: um some people would say maybe it changed with the with the internet
0: i think that's a pretty good place to start there uh, i don't know i mean i think uh, that's a breeding it was a breeding ground for predators it was a hunting ground. I hate to say that. That that sounds terrible, but it really was. It was a place where if you were a pervert, if you were a pedophile, uh, that was like a freaking smorgasbord to you because now, uh, Every kid, when whenever AOL, I remember AOL dial-up. Oh. I mean, oh, and whenever, you were
1: just hoping that it would connect.
0: Yeah, and I mean, but but every kid got. I mean, it's like, hey, what's your what's your AOL account? Mm-hmm. You know, I'll, I'll yeah, I'll instant message you. Whatever, whatever. Old
1: Joe Bob over here, yeah. forty years old, yeah. could be little Timmy.
0: Yeah,
1: messing around with us as kids.
0: 14m. <laughs> <laughs> I here. mean, whatever. I mean, it's it's. I guess that's a pretty good place for it to start good idea for where it started was was with the internet i mean
1: um but i remember too um and my wife talks about this uh we used to have an amusement park here in nashville tennessee called Opryland usa and um as kids the parents were comfortable with just dropping you off or going with you but just letting you go yeah letting i remember, you go I remember the
0: many a halloween
1: Big Don and Miss Patsy. said Just be back at this certain yeah. place at a certain time. Be back
0: but, at the Screaming Delta Demon we, at twelve o'clock or at four o'clock or whatever. Yeah, but, I remember going there and it was at it was at night and yeah. at Halloween. But we were what
1: ten and eight, yeah. just running around a an amusement park by ourselves because it was just okay back then. Yeah. No one was worried that I was going to get snatched up, damn, to be sold or have something horribly done
0: to I me. I mean, do you think that it didn't exist back then? Or do you think that it was... Is it just hysteria? Or is that a entirely too deep of a question?
1: Boy, I think I'd be naive to think it didn't exist at all. But uh, something triggered it to be...
0: I mean, do you more think prevalent I mean this kind of right. gets into the next topic do you think do you think it's the kids have changed or do you think that the parents uh, the parents of the kids changed like like the way that people parent like I like you know what I'm saying I'm saying I, I guess maybe I'm not illustrating that very well, well I think it's both I, th-
1: I think that uh, I think that the parents how we as parents are parenting the next generation of kids are making the kids be different. Um, the kids now are just naturally being exposed to things that I wasn't exposed to until I was in high school or college. So it's everything speeding up. If that makes sense that my kids are not allowed to be young anymore. It seems like not allowed to yeah, be kids.
0: Uh, you know, and it gets me thinking that maybe there's a cycle, you know, between generations you know where our parents they kind of just let us do things let us figure it out and that gave way to kids that were pretty responsible they'd seen some stuff they kind of know how to take care of themselves so they feel like the they feel like because they had we had a good childhood for the most part that we maybe we tend to go a little bit overboard with our kids and we spoil them and now they literally get everything they want so now they're soft and now maybe their next generation are going to be like our parents and then they'll breed a strong uh, another group of kids like us does that does that make any sense it's it's that old mm. saying that uh, what is it that um uh, uh that Uh, good times bring or or breed weak people or weak men and, uh, weak men breed, breed bad times and bad times bring strong men or something like that. I'm thinking that maybe there's some sort of cycle like that with kids and and how we're parenting them.
1: Well, I, I, I'd have to admit, I feel like I'm pretty soft, but, um, that comes to thanks to my mom and dad spoiling my ass. I try not to do that with my kids, but uh, the the fight that I have, as many of you will, is grandma, grandpa, the same two that were my parents are spoiling my kids. So that's (laughs) what I'm saying. It's going to keep going. On top of
0: what we're already doing as well. So it's, it's almost like, it's almost as if they're getting it doubly as bad as we were. Because we, while we were, we're, we're tending to spoil our kids. Like you said, we're, the previous generation spoiling them even more.
1: Oh yeah, they're here. That's what grandparents are for. I
0: mean, whereas, you know, we had grandparents that were just like, you know, shut the hell up. Rub some dirt (laughs) on it. You know, (laughs) back in my day, blah, 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 blah. You know, it there was there was real consequences for things did they do they love you yeah they love you but Heck yeah. but they were they wouldn't have hesitated to whip your ass at the same time but it was
1: okay back then it, it wasn't was. taboo to no, spank your child
0: no not at all
1: not at all so, and uh, i've had plenty of them <laughs> I've
0: had plenty of them interesting it's interesting stuff kind of kind of see the the differences between the generations and kind of how they all intermingle with everything um i mean even kind of the way that they're learning in school is different i I don't know if my son has a single book that he works out of (laughs) like I, i think we're but we're gonna reach a point where books are like relics from days past
1: well you remember that used to be a big deal hey uh going to college you're gonna have your books paid for and that was that was a big deal to my parents yeah i mean if they could get enough money to pay for my books for
0: goodness sakes i know i mean now if they don't have a dadgum tablet Mm -hmm. i mean then then it's almost like you're abusing your child (laughs) left behind
1: the technology folks.
0: yeah it's as if you're holding your kid back
1: And uh, but that's a struggle that we have as parents is where do you where do you find that happy medium between um, overexposing a child to TV, iPads, Playstations,
0: Nintendo Switches? I'm I'm guilty. I'm very guilty of it. I mean, it's nice to be able to say, hey, here, take this and, you know, leave me alone. But uh, the reality is, is, I mean, we all know that we should probably be doing things with our kids. But I don't know. Like I said, um, we're reaching, I think, a point with kids these days. It sounds old all of a sudden. (laughs) um, That if we don't start doing more stuff with them, I feel like we're going to reach a point to where they're just... They're not going to listen to anything we say. Yeah. And, and almost rightfully so. I mean, if we're not going to participate in their lives and all of a sudden we decide we want to, out of the blue, I mean, what does that look like to the kid? It looks like, oh, you didn't kind of ties it back to my my, my opening blast there. I mean, you know, just trying to drop back into the life. life of your kids not good. You know, you need to just be involved the whole way. you got to be all in, so to speak.
1: And just uh, differences in between our kids and when we were young um, it feels like we wanted to be outside and we thought that it was a fun and a privilege thank you for letting us go outside and play and now it seems like with my son sometimes and many kids out there that uh, if a parent makes them makes them go outside. They think they're being punished. I mean, it's yeah. totally opposite. Uh, they want to stay inside. Yeah,
0: there's really been a like a complete paradigm shift, yeah. it feels like, um, with kids these days. I, I don't understand it one bit, but, I mean, I'm sure it has something to do with all the technology, like we're talking about. Um, I don't think schools really emphasize activity as well either. I mean – and to be honest with you, you know, there's a whole... I mean, all of these are probably topics that we're going to get back into on a, on a separate episode because we could literally dive into each one of these topics. You know, school... I'm about to say something about sports right now. I mean, freaking sports for kids are ridiculous these days. Absolutely ridiculous. And I think it's part of what is fueling the... Um, lack of willingness to go do things that are outside, that are physical, that are challenging, that are, you know, all those things that we always were taught when we were growing up, build character. And I mean, be a part of the team. Am I saying that our kids these days don't have character? I I don't know because that was the only barometer that we had really to to test character was you test character through adversity and sports was a nice safe place to be able to test character because you could give them adversity that wasn't going to affect their entire life and now you know we're kind of babying kids to the point to where you know if you try to test their character with adversity and then you're a bad parent you're abusing them somehow or something why
1: are you mad at me
0: it's like why do you why why do you hate me why are you mad yeah
1: why are you always mad?
0: Yeah, so, I mean, we're going to do an entire freaking show on kids' sports, but I think that's part of the problem. I mean, and unfortunately, you mentioned spoiling the kids. The entitlement piece is just ridiculous (laughs) these days. Um, I I think this will be an entire show as well, but just to touch on it, I mean, if you don't have a tablet for school, then... It's it's as if you're doing your child a disservice if you don't have the latest phone for your kid or just a phone. In, I mean, dude, I remember when I got my first phone. I do too. And and I was the youngest person that I knew that had a phone, but my mom gave it to me because she was a single mom mm-hmm. and she wanted me to have the ability to get in touch with her if she needed. Because she, in that time, at that time, they allowed kids to go do stuff. You know, away from parents, but she wanted me to have the ability to call her and if, if, you know, I happened to have needed her to come get me or something to pick me up or whatever.
1: How old were you when you got a phone?
0: I think I was in seventh grade, sixth or seventh grade.
1: I didn't get my first cell phone until I went to college. And now kids these days are getting cell phones at seven, eight, nine. Yeah. And I'm telling you, technology can be a fantastic thing if used for the right way. But it's—you've got the entire world, both good and bad, at a child's fingertips.
0: Oh, oh yeah, man. Oh, oh, man. I don't know that I have an answer for that, though. It's tough because you know our world's just getting more and more intertwined with with the whole social media aspect of things, and so much. I mean. Dude, People don't even go shopping anymore. I don't go shopping anymore. I do, I do, I get my groceries on click list with Kroger. I, I literally click just, it. I just click it on my phone and I pull up and they put it in the back of I don't even get out of my
1: car. Hey, Don, but you heard him though Kroger. <laughs> Shout out to Kroger. <laughs> send, send me free things fuel points.
0: But, um,
1: do we have any gas? Uh, a <laughs> gas shortage.
0: We got gas yeah we got gas you got gas and we have gasoline (laughs) um but yeah man it's you know the 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 world is changing and it's changing fast and like you said technology's got so many benefits i think it's going to save a lot of lives but i think it's also going to unfortunately it's going to cost some lives and it's going to hurt some folks and i think it's It's going to make us get to a point to where I fear what's going to happen if we ever get to a point to where we have to revert back to the good old days. Because, I mean, as much as I hate to admit it, you and I are getting older. You know, I mean, I I struggle to get my kid to go outside sometimes, like you had mentioned. And, I mean, (laughs) I would love to be able to teach him other things. Number one, I don't know a lot about any of them. You know, I don't know how to, you know, prepare for stuff. You know, I'm trying to teach myself how to do some of this stuff, which is what a lot of the dad fixes at the Dad Code YouTube channel. Which you should all visit the Dad Code YouTube channel and the underscore dad underscore code. We promise Twitter. it's not
1: all serious. It'll give you some yeah. entertainment value there. I,
0: I, yeah, believe me, you'll laugh when you see us do some of this shit. But um, yeah, it the life skills part of this whole thing is is what I fear we're missing out on. And I. the scary part is I don't know what the repercussions for not having those life skills are just yet. Um, and unfortunately, I think we're going to have to kind of sit back and watch and see.
1: No, I don't disagree. I mean, we don't know what we don't know until we experience it. Yeah, And then how... Do we react in the moment to things that hit us head on for the first time? Yeah. Well, uh, we sure. both have a pretty good uh, ability to improvise, but uh, all of those come from previous experiences, mm-hmm. whether good or bad. Yeah. It's just in our knowledge somewhere from the past. Yeah, gives us the ability to survive in the situation, but there are plenty of things out there that we've never experienced, so we have to draw from our own experiences to
0: react. But I mean, and survive. You manner. think about, you know, we we've actually been through some stuff, but our kids haven't been through anything. So you think about how hard it is for us and how we feel slighted and feel like well, not necessarily slighted. I don't want to put any words in anybody's mouth. But we feel like maybe we have lacked certain skills to be taught to us. But think about our kids. This genera- this whole generation. They're not learning any of this stuff. They don't know how to change a tire. The only way I learned to change a tire is because I had to. I was It was a necessity. I, I was literally stuck on the side of the road. I
1: just took mine to the shop. I had my dad call triple AAA.
0: Believe me we almost had an impromptu dad fix at the golf course one day but the problem was is I didn't have the freaking um, tool that is needed for I have a large SUV and you have to crank it and it lowers the tire see from yeah underneath. we know
1: so much about it we just call it a tool
0: yeah uh, yeah I don't know what the hell it's called but 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 anyways the cranky the, thing the thing is is it was in there and apparently the last time that I had a flat tire and I did change that tire apparently, your boys at Discount Tire decided to hang on to it because I ain't have it no more. And uh, so, I mean, and that's a whole nother show that we'll probably do about being ready for anything and uh, probably changing a tire because I do know a little bit about changing tire just because I've had to change several tires. I'm not the best at it, but I'm sure that you guys will <laughs> see what I'm doing and please comment tell me what i'm doing wrong if i'm doing something wrong <laughs> yeah. don't don't let us pass on yeah, bad give knowledge it,
1: give us your knowledge exactly. we need your help
0: help us oh wise one but we I promise
1: mean, to read those on following podcasts yeah we'll be as interactive as we can with you
0: absolutely shout you out and all that stuff but yeah i do you think about those kinds of yeah um the only other the other thing I want to talk about though before we get into wrapping everything up is the change. What changes do we see in dads today compared to our dads and the dads of yesteryear, if you will? Because as different as the kids are, I would say the dads are probably more different in in certain ways. So, like these days. To, to have the kind of dad that we had whenever we were kind of the typical dad whenever we were growing up, they would be considered like literally hardcore, you know, disciplinarian. That's true. But then there were, it would like it'd be like there's a Jekyll and Hyde thing going on because I think that they would probably think that, uh, that they were they they were really strict on them. But then they let him go do. They let him go five miles down the road and and ride dirt bikes or bikes on the dirt ramps, down the street off of Haynes Drive. I, I think
1: a lot of that was what you touched on earlier. Was uh, boy learn by doing it. You yeah. know, you know how they say. You know, I'm gonna just throw him in the deep end and see what happens. Yeah. But doing that today would seem like cruelty to your
0: kids. I mean, pe- uh, people would definitely look at you. Uh, Look, look down at you for sure I think that um, I, I don't know I, I don't know how to describe it I mean it's not that there's not good dads today I think most dads are good but I think that the, kind of the way that we're going about uh, oh there goes the garbage truck uh, the way that we're going um, about raising our kids these days because of social norms I guess that's kind of the biggest thing that's changed is you know, skinny jeans and uh, micro micro brew beer. You know, it, it's it's just there. It, the world's different out there, and it, it kind of has different standards for for fathers out there, and it's it's kind of weird, honestly. Um, it's almost like dads are, are are trying to be more friendly than they are fatherly in, in a lot of cases. Ooh, write write that down.
1: I mean. I don't disagree. And is it the right thing to be your kids friend first? Before parent? I, I don't know.
0: I, I don't know. I, 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 it's I, hard I, to say no I, to that. Right? I want
1: I want I want nothing more in the world than my kids to
0: mm-hmm.
1: unconditionally love my wife and mm-hmm. I and trust us to the millionth degree. Yep. I just don't know if it's the right thing to be their friend first then the parent first. Yeah, so. it's
0: it's a tough call. I mean, and it kind of leads into the last question I have is how relevant are the differences in dads today to the way kids are today? Like is it a, is it a direct correlation like, are the kids different because the parents are different?
1: Well, I, it's got to be a yes to me. Um, I think the parents are different because about, I guess of, it's a
0: nature versus nurture thing.
1: I think parents are different because of the world that we live in and are, and are being dealt the game that we're being dealt with. Mm-hmm. So the parents have to react to that, mm-hmm. which has the trickle down effect. Sure. That's how we parent our kids is based on the world we're in now. So we are, in turn, parenting different, which has to lead to the kids' experiences will be different than when you and I were kids. So it's all just a trickle-down effect, man. I I mean, these kids are going to be raised differently because as parents, we're living in a different time than when my parents were were in this seat and your parents were in this seat.
0: Absolutely. I mean, that has to be the answer, quite frankly. I mean it it's nature versus nurture, but I think it's nature and nurture. I think it's I think it's the whole we as parents are reacting to what's out there and as a result we are trying to base what we're doing in nurturing our kids based on what we see out here. And like you said, it, it we're we're trying to protect them. Is really what it is. I mean, that's what it and is. And it, it boils down. It's, to. It's almost sometimes I think maybe we overshield them from stuff. Um, but I think that ultimately, though, as long as you're doing the right thing, remember your kids are watching. They're watching all the time, and you know, I mean, I I mentioned it in the blast this morning. Yeah, they're always paying attention. They'll figure it out eventually. Uh, they're gonna do. They're gonna monkey see, monkey do. So.
1: Gotta yeah, be careful. So little, yeah, we're little gonna. Little eyes are always watching. Little ears yep. are always listening.
0: Yeah, we always try to wrap it up with a little thought like that, and I think that that's kind of the thought for today: is your kids are always watching, and uh, don't do anything now that you wouldn't be ashamed of them coming to you 15, 20 years down the road and bringing back up. So.
1: We're all learning together absolutely. every day try to be better than the last
0: day yep. when well, this being the first show we we're not going to have any questions from the internet or comments or anything like that so um, other than that I guess this is about uh, to be our outro here for podcast number one Newberry
1: well um, it's been interesting um, we'll get more into the groove of doing this as we go but um, don't forget folks check out Mickey Mouse Orlando Florida There's more to it than just Magic Kingdom and and actually do some research before spending all that money. Map it out. It's well worth it. If you go down there with a plan, it can be really easy. The ladies and gentlemen that run that facility do a great job, but it is better to be prepared before you go. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. And uh, you guys always uh, keep in, keep us in mind. Um, we always want you to check out our Twitter pages. Uh, we have uh, a couple of them. One of them is our Fairways and Lies Twitter page. And what, what's that? What's that handle there for? Fairways and Lies at B Golf. Is that what at
1: B and B Golf T N? At B and B Golf T N. Fairways and
0: Lies. Sweet. And our DAG code Twitter handle is at. The underscore dad underscore code and uh, the YouTube channel. Always visit us there at youtube.com forward slash whatever slash it is. The dad code. You'll be able to check us, uh, check out all our podcasts, dad fixes, golf shenanigans, fairways and lines. And uh, yeah, we're looking forward to uh, giving you guys a bunch of good content. But uh, that's all we got for today, guys. And uh, we will see you all next time.